0: Thank you for plugging into this Family Life News Podcast, streaming issues-driven, family-focused news. The incredible radio preacher, the Christian storyteller, the influential speaker Ron Hutchcraft. Family Life listeners can catch him at other times of the day during our regular schedule but we have a special time slot for him here today as we bring you this special Family Life interview. Ron Hutchcraft was in our area for a visit with 220 pastors. It's the annual Family Life Pastors Retreat, and during his visit here, I had the privilege of sitting down to talk with him. We began our conversation last month talking about Clergy Appreciation Month. What do congregations need to know about why it's important to show support and encouragement to their leaders?
1: Great question, Greg. Unfortunately, uh, there are too many clergy depreciation months I don't know if we do one to make up for that and one, I it, one out of 12 and is okay. It probably okay. doesn't make up for it. But um no and I'm I'm grateful family life's kingdom mentality it's about so much more than radio programs. You guys are about the whole family of God around here and ministering on so many levels. You didn't ask me that, but I'm very grateful. You are singular in the Christian radio World with the fact that you do that. Um, We thank you for that. Well, here's what we need to know about our pastors. According to George Barna, 42% of them want to quit. And you go, oh, how dare they? They're called. Well, listen, probably largely beginning with COVID, and I compared the COVID experience to the Poseidon Adventure, the movie many years ago, where a tsunami overturned a ship and it was upside down and everybody was and they're trying to figure out how to navigate in that situation, that's, we're still working on that. I mean, COVID flipped the boat, and everything is upside down. It has been, and it still is in some places in church. Pastors have said that for those who, that almost half that have said they're, they're ready to give up, they've said they've identified three big reasons. And when they surveyed the people who say no, no, I'm staying, they had the same three issues. And not necessarily in order. One is just the stress of all of the demands falling on them from every direction. Secondly is political divisions, which have become, have infected the church. We've let them and become church dividers. That's the second one that's really, I can tell stories and we don't have time for that. I know pastors who, it just has wrecked the work of God that was advancing. And then the political divisions came in. Thirdly is loneliness. They feel lonely. If those are the things that are eating up our shepherds and contributing to Satan's goal to take as many of the leaders out as he can, then we ought to go, okay, that ought to be the target of our efforts to support our pastor. How to help him feel less lonely, okay? There is inclusion, notes of encouragement, uh, you know, I love it, my pastor, and I hope I live up to it. He says, Ron, you're my Barnabas, the encourager. And if there's something special, I try to give him specific praise on the messages or things that I just sense in him. I see him, how he handles somebody, uh, some situation. If you can look for specific praises to give to your pastor, I will tell you that everybody's very quick to tell them what they're not doing right. They could make a long list of those. They need some cheerleaders. Then in terms of the political divisions, we just say, don't. (laughs) That's real simple, that we are not going to go ahead if you want to have your political opinions, but they should not define our relationships. They should not affect our relationships. Here's an important question to ask about anything. Will it matter in heaven? Wow. If it ain't going to matter in heaven, why does it matter so much here? And that would, that would put some things in perspective. We're letting minors become majors comparatively. You go, oh, no, it's really important. Not as important as the accomplishment of the work of God. We make people into categories, political categories, racial categories, gender categories, all these identities. Stop it. And let's be the children of God going after people made in the image of God who do not yet know the one in whose image they're made. And then if the, the stresses and the demands, it's just time for a whole lot more of us to step up and get out of the stands and get in the game and help lighten the load. The pastor, do the sermon, print the bulletin, and clean the john. Uh, really, in Acts chapter 6, it says the apostles were all bogged down trying to run this food program. They needed administration. And the disciples were being taken out of the direct work they're called for. And they raised up deacons in that time. That's how deacons were invented. And they were men full of the Holy Spirit. They were qualified spiritually. They weren't second-class citizens or, you know, JV. They were varsity. But they took on the administrative side of things. And it says the apostles were able to devote themselves to the ministry of the word and prayer. Let your, Free your pastor up to do what they're called to do. A lot of people in the church who are comfortable sitting in the stands, being a fan, get out of the stands, get in the game, pick up a piece of it. If those are the issues that are crushing our pastors, Those are the things. Those are things we ought to aim our efforts at. Yeah.
0: So that is the uh, calling from Ron Hutchcraft for congregations, whether it's the elders, the leadership boards, the people up and down the the pews or the cushy seats. Either one. Yeah. You're also speaking this week to pastors here a lot of what pastors need to do are self-care and self-direction and setting their own priorities. What word do you have to those pastors who are frustrated, tired, ready to quit, have had smoldering instead of being on fire for the Lord?
1: And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the shepherds and the sheep more than even pastors and the people, you know. That's really the biblical framework is you are shepherds of God's flock, Peter said. Uh, and so for the shepherds, uh, I'm, I'm suggesting to them, using Nehemiah as an example, that um, first of all, the place to get things done is in the throne room of God. And sometimes they are so busy that there isn't much throne room time. And you start to wear out carrying burdens that are not yours to carry when they should be left in the throne room of the God who runs 200 billion galaxies, they say there are now. I think he could handle it better than you. Let some things go. Also, let the things that break God's heart break your heart and get back to the things. The fundamental missions of the body of Christ are to build disciples and rescue the lost. And a lot of times we get mission drift because everybody's got an idea what the pastor ought to do. I say to them, stick with the calling that you probably came in with kind of had it beat out of you by all the keeping the religious machine going. A pastor is not the one who's the mechanic of the church machine. He's the leader of discipling. He's the leader of rescuing the lost. Not the one who does it all, but the one who has a contagious broken heart for the needs that break God's heart. And that contagious passion becomes a match that lights a fire in the hearts of your people. I've suggested that I needed to do this is to turn in your Messiah card. There's a sense of I've got to fix it. I've got to make it happen. I've got to help. I've got to be the answer. And that may be for good reasons. It may be caring, but it's misguided. John the Baptist said, I am not the Messiah. Everyone in ministry needs to probably look at themselves about twice a day in the mirror and go, hold it. I'm going into Messiahing again i am not the messiah we bear burdens we were never meant to bear instead of giving them to the one who's supposed to carry them come to me jesus said all you who are weary and heavily burdened and i'll give you rest
0: ron hutchcraft is a mission worker and a radio storyteller and he was the keynote speaker at the 2023 family life pastors conference in October, we are privileged that he gave us some extra time to speak to you about what churches and pastors need to do to refan the fire and stay focused. I'm Greg Gillespie. Thanks for listening to this special interview on Family Life News.